Well, a few months ago, we did an episode of Finish Strong called The Hidden Dangers of the New Age. We discussed how this movement really began gaining momentum in our country in the early 1980s. In fact, Brian and I worked on a documentary called The New Age Pathway to Paradise? Question mark. As we were producing that documentary, we observed so many different forms of spirituality. We saw, you know, witches and psychic mediums and tarot card readers, crystals and transcendental meditation. It was amazing because they accepted any form of spirituality except biblical Christianity, which they considered too narrow in its thinking. Well, unfortunately, some of these practices and some of this thinking is even infiltrating the church. And we feel it is a very dangerous thing. So today we're going to speak with a woman who spent many years in the world of being a psychic medium. She read tarot cards, but then she realized that something was wrong. We're excited for you to meet her, and we're going to talk to her in just a moment. But I'm joined by Brian Rowland and Terry Steen. Guys, how have you been? Hey, doing great, Dan. Yeah, it's been a great summer. Another exciting day, that's for sure. I'm looking forward to to this discussion. Yeah, Brian, you doing all right? Yeah, it's good to be back together. We've all been going our different ways for a couple of weeks, but it's good everybody's back together and uh, like uh, we're all home. It's nice. Yeah, <laughs> and we thank all of you that have been listening. We've been experiencing tens of thousands of downloads and we greatly appreciate it. We always love your feedback. Today, we are going to speak to the author of a great book called From Psychic to Saved. It's available on Amazon. And her name is Jen Niza. Jen spent many years as a psychic medium and a reader of tarot cards. And uh, Jen, we are so appreciative that you're taking the time to be with us and share your story today. It's my absolute pleasure. It's so nice to meet you all. Thank you for having me. Oh, it is our honor. And we know you have so much to share. So I want to begin at the beginning. Uh, When did you realized that you were having these premonitions and you were aware of the spiritual world? I started having those premonitions at the age of 12. And when I had these visions and they came true, I was perplexed by it. They weren't profound uh, premonitions, but nonetheless, they came true. And as a child, I had no idea what it all meant uh, at all. In my home, we were talking about ghosts and paranormal activity. It was acceptable in my home. I was raised culturally Catholic. Uh, I I say this because I do believe that's where the door was opened. Seeking after, Hmm. seeking after my mom's aunt was a medium. So it was really at home and comfortable and acceptable to be talking about ghosts, like I said, visions, et cetera, et cetera. And then we had, my mom had a tarot card reader come into our home Hmm. When I was 13, she was a hairdresser and Hmm. she met this woman who read tarot cards and her girls, her group of people wanted readings. And the woman came into our home and I was allowed to have one as well at the age of 13. Hmm. My goodness. In your book, you wrote that at some point you were aware of spiritual animals, kind of Hmm. odd looking animals and other beings. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. That's a fast forward past the age of 13. I had gotten so intrigued by the tarot card reading that we ended up, my sister and I ended up getting our own tarot cards and we were doing readings. And then that went into astrology, seeing psychic mediums, seeing fortune tellers. And then 
when I was re- I was receiving a lot of information and it was it kind of got to this um, height. And at the height of this is where I started to see these scary, if you want to call it ghosts, uh, animals, very scary, just peering at me. It looked like an owl. Um, I saw shadow figures. I saw familiar spirits, which are, people call them ghosts, but they're demons that look like people. Hmm. A man, hmm. a child in my, in my own wow. home. Wow. Was, was this frightening to you at that Ex- age? Extremely, extremely frightening. At that point, I was around, I was in my early 20s at that point. I had already gone so deep down that rabbit hole of the new age. I was in all, really a lot of it. I was reading playing cards, angel cards, and I was so deep into the new age. And this was just kind of like the next, the next step going into psychic mediumship. Hey, Jen, this is Brian. When you first started tarot card reading, what was your experience like? Was it something that intrigued you and brought you in? Or was it something that I was going to sit back and say, wait a minute, I should check this out? Where was you at? I was so intrigued. I mm. was so intrigued. I, the tarot card reader told me some things that were accurate. And I was wondering, how did she know these things about me? I never met her before. I never told her this. How did these cards know any of this? So I was extremely intrigued. I was attracted to it hmm. after that. Then I was, I started seeking after that. You know, that's one thing. I went to one. I was working in Istanbul in Turkey. And uh, these, these girls wanted to go get their, their cards read and that. And one girl was having some problems at home. So we went there and I watched this whole thing. And um, finally, the lady says, do you want me to read your, your cards? And I says, no. She goes, why not? I said, I don't believe in it. She goes, what do you mean you don't believe in it? I said, well, you've told her so far everything that's happened up to right now, but you can't tell her what's going on tomorrow. And um, I said, sorry, that's not spiritual. <laughs> that's just not right. So from the other realm. And she backed off. She didn't say anything to me about it. She just let it go. But you were just saying that she was able to tell you something that intrigued you that was going to happen. Oh, she did. And mm-hmm. that's a really important piece of information demons don't know everything. Of course, demons are the one who are giving the psychic reader their information, but they don't know everything. Only God knows everything, but they are fallen angels and they have been here and they have studied mankind. We're Mm. not that complicated. (laughs) Okay. We're not that complicated. So now take Uh, a creature. (laughs) (laughs) We're not that smart either guys. (laughs) But now you take a demon who is far more intelligent than we are and has been around for ages studying mankind. I, I, I often say if you've been married or you've watched a show that you've seen many, many times before and you dropped it for a little while and pick it back up, you can almost tell nine out of 10 mm-hmm. times you can tell what's going just from, you know, um, consistency and watching how people do things and your wife or your husband, when they make that face, you know, nine out of 10 times, you can tell what they're going to do, but you don't know for sure mm-hmm. because we're not God. So there are a lot of predictions that come true uh, based on accuracy of those of studying mankind. Were you able to use that when you started doing tarot card readings yourself? As I say, did that come into effect that you were reading people at the same time? Yes, 100%. As a matter of fact, I believe it was always about the psychic mediumship for me. Those cards, of course, are a tool of divination. So there's nothing coming from the card itself. It's coming from the demons that you're communicating with. Mm. But there are books that have been automatically written that, of course, come along with your 
tarot deck. They have all kinds of decks of cards. And there are books that are written giving you instructions mm-hmm. on how to do like the layouts and how to ask questions, how many cards should you pull, so on and so forth. But those books have been automatically written. So that's channeled information. Right. Mm. So it's never coming from the thing itself. It's coming mm-hmm. from demons behind the thing or the tarot card or the crystal or what have you, angel card. Well, Jen, that leads me to a question, and you might have answered it a little, but this is, I've not had much exposure to this, so this is kind of new to me and interesting, but where do you think your abilities came from? Do you think we all would have the capability to do what you did at that time? I truly do, because it's not a gift. It's not a gift from God, and the new age will tell you that you have a gift. There has to be an explanation because these things are truly happening. And I was looking for an explanation and I got into the, you know, I was on the wrong side of supernatural. I was Mm -hmm. down this demonic. As a matter of fact, I am on TikTok and there was a woman, a psychic medium on TikTok who said, listen, I watch Teresa all the time, the Long Island medium. I watch her all the time. And I said to myself, I want to do what she's doing. Mm. She said, so I went to some divination groups and now I'm a psychic medium because you see, it's a choice. So the, so how does it happen? The door is opened at some point, which is why people like me being saved out of the new age are so passionate about mm. what are your children watching? What are you doing? Who are you surrounding yourself with? And what are you getting involved with? Mm. Yeah. So if this is just the opposite of uh, biblical Christianity, where we are told to live a humble and a, and a life of servitude. Is this something that those abilities, uh, how did you feel when you had these? Did it give you a sense of power and self-worth? Did you become prideful or how did it affect you personally? Oh, yes, yes, and yes. Mm. Okay. (laughs) That's what I was afraid of. (laughs) Yeah. Well, where does the evil one tend to get us? Our own pride, right? Mm -hmm. And I was very vulnerable. I was going through, in my own life, I was going through an eating disorder. Mm. I never knew my purpose. I didn't feel like I was worthy. And then here now I have this thing that people are seeking. Yeah. And I don't get kind of, when we talk about pride, it's not like the pride, like, Hey, I'm better than you. And you know, all the, no, but it's like people care about I'm valued. I have something Mm. that they, people like me for that. And I'm helping people. Mm. I'm a helper. Mm. That's good. Yeah. Cause yeah. Yeah. I always have been very compassionate, a compassionate person. I'm very soft with animals and, you know, people and people that are grieving and people that are sad. And I would be crying with these people, hugging Mm. my clients and, and trying to help them. And it's hard to actually, you know, it's even difficult to talk about this because it's such complete deception. Mm -hmm. You know, I hear a lot of people in the new age talking about the higher self that you kind of can become a little God, you know, your own Mm -hmm. God. Did you feel at that time you were into this, that you were actually hearing from God? I was told it was a gift from God. So I Hmm. didn't believe particularly that I was hearing from God, but I did believe that this was a God-given gift to help people. Yeah. My aunt, the, the one who was a psychic medium, she actually told me, because when I was a baby, I had a medical emergency and I was in the hospital and they must have gone to intubate me and they left a little something 
in my throat, like a piece of plastic or something. And it moved by the time I was home and I stopped breathing. And my mom got me to the hospital and I was pronounced dead, I think. I I don't mean to fudge up the story, but, you know, my mom told me not that long ago, but my memory isn't so great. But my great aunt, I remember my great aunt telling me, God brought you back here to do this. But she was a psychic medium. She was deceived and then see making it seem like this is a wonderful thing. This is your mission in life. This is what you need to be doing. And it's from God. So you were going along and you had a successful practice in this. But at one point, you had a very strong feeling of evil Mm -hmm. as you were doing a, a reading for a woman. Tell us about that. Sure. So I would get hired from time to time to, especially around Halloween, to go do these parties. I did group readings as a part of my business, if you want to call it that. It was. Um, I would do group readings. So Halloween parties, I would go and I offered two options. You either could all sit together in the same room or you could come up for individual readings. I would be in a room off to myself and they would send people in and every 15 minutes, somebody could have their own personal reading. And that's what they chose. So I was sitting in the room and this lady comes in and she's sitting across from me and I start channeling as I always did. And the spirit, the demon that I was channeling was pretending to be, because again, they masquerade to be familiar spirits. He was pretending to be this woman's uncle. Well, this woman's uncle shot her and her brother when they were children. And then, of course, I start seeing the newspaper clippings and I start, you know, feeling all the hatred. And now she's looking at me like I'm the uncle because I'm Mm. channeling who seems to be this uncle. And now the hatred from her is now directed at me. Mm. I mean, thank God I got out of there without anything happening. But it was so evil. It was so frightening to me. I felt sick that entire weekend. I went home that night. I just felt sick. I stayed in my room. I was isolated. I didn't know what to make of that fully. But again, the new age always has an explanation for you that that was just, you know, Mm. an evil spirit that made his way in. And now I needed to use some false new age protection to help myself like white light or sage. Mm -hmm. And you you say that when you sense that there was definitely something wrong during this, obviously, did you ever feel that there might be a better way that there was something different than the opposite of what was going on? Especially this girl looking at you as if her, her uncle, and, you know, is this, is this, is that, did that put a halt or a check in your mind at all? No, not at that wow. point. I have to be fully mm. honest. No, not at that point. Mm. Because, again, we were taught that we could filter out. So it was kind of like, did I do a bad job? Mm. Maybe I didn't mm. smudge enough. Maybe I, I let him in somehow. I should have been better protected. So I thought it was my own fault in a way. Because there's always, you know, because why did it happen? Um, yeah. And you think that you can actually, like I said, filter out good spirits because you believe there are good spirits that are talking to you during readings and you believe there are bad ones. You really are your own God. The new age, Hmm. you are your, you're acting like you're your own God. That's what you're Hmm. doing, that you can control spirits. Yeah. You can't, and you can't. No, we can't do that. So how did you become a Christian? And what led you to the Jesus when, when, you were your own God. I mean, you're a little God. It's like New Age wants you to believe. 
And coming out of that, I would think that that would have scared the bejesus out of me right there. But <laughs> <laughs> but you you know you went on and lived that life for a little longer. But how did you then become a, a Christian? Well, at the age of thirty six, I went through um, a trauma. And I can't get too specific with that. I have to change that up a little bit in my book. So we can talk about that freely. Um, I did endure a trauma and I cried out to Jesus. I cried out my spirit, my soul just knew he was the only one because there was no way I was thinking about what to do. I wasn't thinking about what to do who can help me. I wasn't crying out to a deceased person or a spirit guide. My spirit, my soul knew that Jesus was, it's amazing to me now. And I cried out to him and he calmed me and I felt the calm and I just didn't understand the experience though. I didn't understand Mm -hmm. it at all. So I really do believe that was kind of that first nudging of the Holy Spirit, the step of faith Because when I came out of that just a couple of weeks later, I didn't want to be a psychic medium anymore, but I didn't know why. I had no idea why. I didn't know what everything meant. All of a sudden, I became spiritually vulnerable. What was up? What was down? What was right? What was wrong? And so that's um, age 36. And then right before, right at the end of that year, because Jesus never gave up on me, I did go back to my job, by the way. I did go back to doing readings. Hmm. I changed the whole thing, but I did go back to doing readings and I changed the whole introduction before a reading. I would give this introduction to what we were going to be doing, my symbols, hearing name, you know, the whole thing. And I remember saying, listen, I'm not God. Like I started talking about God. I'm not hmm. God and I don't know everything. And I started giving all this whole new spiel. I didn't know where it was coming from. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But then I had, um, my, my marriage was a train wreck. My relationship with my husband was a train wreck before we were married. And I ended up giving him the boot. I kicked him out. He went to his sister's house and I made plans with a good friend of mine who I met in the divination group that I had been in years prior. And she came over, she was coming over for dinner. So that day it was a Tuesday. I'll never forget it. My husband shows up unannounced. And I said, you have two choices. You can go back to your sisters or you can help me with the dinner. And he said, oh, I'll help with the dinner. I said, okay. Well, he was uncomfortable. She, she only had a fan, no AC. But anyway, <laughs> so he decided to help me with the dinner. But this is all, this is how amazing our God is. Uh, Beth came in that night and she started telling us about Jesus Christ. She had been saved. Wait, this lady who had been a diviner. Absolutely, yes. I was telling you about Jesus. So she found the Lord. Wow. Yes, mm. she found the Lord. I used to read her family, her friends. Uh, we huh. became very, very good friends. And she's telling us about Jesus. And I'm like, hmm, okay. And she said, yeah, I'm going to this church. And she's given the whole rundown. And she said, why don't you guys come with me on Sunday? And my husband goes, I'll go. And I'm like, no, I'm good. Like, What? <laughs> I'm good. Wow. I don't want any part of that. And my husband went with her that Sunday and he came back and he was raving about this church. Now he was born, uh, born uh, raised, I'm sorry, born again, Christian. He was raised mm. Christian. I was raised culturally Catholic. So the only churches I knew did masses and things like that. So 
my husband comes home. He's raving about the church, asking me if I would come with him. The answer was no. I, I don't know why, but the answer was no. Four weeks later, I woke up that day and I said, Jay, I want to go to that church with you today. And he mm. said, okay. And that was the day I went into that church. I'm overwhelmed by the whole experience. People have their hands up mm. worshiping God. I'm like, what are these people doing? And, <laughs> but I loved it. And oh, once that wow. lyric came on, Jesus saved me, I flashed back right to that moment when I cried out to him months prior. That was, mm -hmm. as we know it now, confirmation. That was right. confirmation that that's, wow. wow, it's Jesus. He is the one. He was the one who was with me that day. He was the one mm -hmm. who saved me. And I start crying in the middle of this church, you oh, know, amen. praise and worship. And I just knew, and I'm crying, and I'm excited, and the whole thing. And I go home, 15-minute drive home, not contemplating, still just, you know, happy. And I get home, and I Google searched, what does the Bible say about psychic mediums? Mm -hmm. Deuteronomy 18, 10 to 12, spoke mm -hmm. to me so clearly because he says the word medium. And, that, and I was like, he's talking to me, <laughs> you know? Um, but... I had the Bible in my house for years. This was the first time I ever cared. Uh, it was the first thing I did was seek God's word. And mm -hmm. isn't that what the Holy Spirit leads us to do? So That's right. it's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Wow. What a great uh, story on Christ's salvation, his love, his forgiveness. Nobody can go too far, can they? No. He's always there to reach out and catch them. Jen, what would you say to uh, maybe the Christians that are listening today about the potential dangers to the psychic and horoscope world that there are Christians that dabble in it? What would your warning be to them? That's, that's very true. I hear it all the time. And there are still tarot card readers at bridal showers, at uh, birthday parties. Sometimes you may think that looking at your horoscope is an innocent thing um, until one day when something rings true and now you start going to it, it opens mm -hmm. demonic doors. My, I would say my brothers and sisters, please don't be deceived. Don't be fooled. When you entertain these things, you are opening demonic doors. And once you open that door, oppression comes in and it's not a joke mm -hmm. and it's not a party. Go to Jesus, put your faith in Jesus, not in psychics, not in tarot cards, not the Enneagram, not in yoga, not any of these things. You don't need any of those things. You need Jesus. He is the true light of the world. Satan masquerades as an angel of light, and that is the false light in this world, and he is the one behind all divination. Mm. Amen. That's the only way to salvation, isn't it? It's the only way to be delivered is through Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I know you've dedicated your life now, Jen, to getting people out of the occult. People, Because we tend to think of these people as evil, but they're not. They're just, you know, they have the influence Blinded. of demons and Jesus loves them and we need to love them. I'm, I'm sure your heart just breaks for them. Mm. Oh, it does. It absolutely does. They're just deceived and I was there myself. And they're, they're blinded. They're spiritually blind. And it's really sad um, looking back. So it is the love of Christ compels me yeah. to. It, 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 Jen, I just want to mention to you that uh, the other day I had a birthday. 
And the day before I saw in the paper where it said, if you were born today, and I thought, oh boy, I can't wait to see this tomorrow, see what it says about me. Paper never showed up. Oh, wow. <laughs> it didn't okay. come. And I've always gone, well, I wonder what that was going to say. Now I know. Or we're supposed <laughs> to be reading that. Oh, hallelujah. Yeah. Stay yeah. away from that, Brian. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm going to. <laughs> Good. You know, Jen ref- referenced uh, Deuteronomy. In Deuteronomy 18.10, it says, Let no one be found among you who sacrifices his son or daughter in the fire, who practices divination mm-hmm. or sorcery, interprets omens, engages in witchcraft, or casts spells, or who is a medium or spiritist or who consults the dead. And wow. as you said, you know, I... I know people who are Christians who are starting to dabble in this world. It's a very dangerous world. I'm sure your warning can't be strong enough. That's right. And there are many other places that we can go to in Scripture where we can, maybe you can refer the people that you're talking about to. I mean, we go into Luke 16, uh, Mm -hmm. Lazarus and the rich man, and we can see that you, you cannot communicate. Once you die, we don't communicate with people here. And grief is a very powerful emotion. And we do have Mm. to be sensitive because the reason why people are seeing psychics and mediums particularly are because they're grievous. They're sad. Mm -hmm. They're they're Mm -hmm. lost or they're hopeless or they want knowledge. There's all kinds of um, emotional reasons why people go to do that. But we need to tell them the truth with love. It's not happening. We're not communicating with anybody when they pass away. They're not sending pennies. They're not sending feathers. Um, that it just, it's just not so. And of course in Acts 16, when Paul cast out the demon of divination out of the fortune telling girl, the slave girl who was telling fortunes. Mm -hmm. So I would, I would point people in the church to these scripture verses, um, and show them the truth. Yeah. Yeah. There's such a hunger to reach out to the dead. We miss them so much. We grieve for them, but the God says don't. And um, you have, we're, we're out of time. It's been so fascinating. But I want to tell people about your ministry today. You have a large following on TikTok, right? How could they watch some of your videos there? Sure. If you go onto TikTok, uh, you can just go to X Psychic Saved, E X P Y S C H I C S A V E D. You'll find me there. Please don't be fooled about 10 to 12. Fake accounts have been made, stealing my videos, mm. stealing the cover of my book. Uh, this oh, happens, boy. unfortunately. Yeah. Yes. Um, so yeah. please don't be fooled. It's only X Psychic Saved. You'll see my mug on there, but you'll see my <laughs> mug on the fake ones, too. But mine has, I think, 53.6. So you'll know me, uh, 1,000 subscribers. So you'll know me that way versus the fake accounts with, you know, 100 or, you know, right. whatever that may be. I'm on right. Instagram as well. And um yeah. I'm always happy to receive messages if you need prayer or you have any questions. I make myself available to people as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm in the middle of my second book. All yeah. right. Yes. Well, out we, of the we'll, new have to, we'll have to have you back on when that book comes out. Awesome. Definitely. She has a link tree, ex psychic saved, that links you to Amazon. And you even have some faithware that your daughter helped you with. I so, do. Uh, on Teespring, yeah. yeah, our team Jesus. She made the graphic, and it's just hoodies and T-shirts and phone covers and masks. And um, now we have uh, cheese and crackers. I say cheese and crackers all the time. My ministry. <laughs> I'm on TikTok Live Monday to Friday between nine-ish Eastern Standard Time to mm. sometimes almost noon, and we're sharing the gospel. Many souls have been won in the group. It's been amazing. Amen. 
And of course, I continue to expose new age deception there as well. So I say cheese and crackers all the time. My pop-up used to say that. So now I have yeah. the cheese and crackers faith wear. So it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, but everything everything goes to the ministry and it helps a lot. So thank you so much. Jen, thank you for taking the time. We've been working on getting together here for a while, mm-hmm. so I'm glad it finally worked out. Her book is From Psychic to Saved by Jennifer Niza. That's N-I-Z-Z-A. Uh, guys, this has been fascinating. You know, we mm-hmm. always want to, at the end, say, let's finish strong by spreading the word that these psychics and mediums, their information is not coming from the Lord. It's coming right. from the opposite, from demons. It's demonic. Stay away from it. Draw close to the Lord. If you know someone who's dabbling in it, you want to encourage them to get into the word and share some of those scriptures where it really condemns it. Final thoughts, Brian? Uh, this has been amazing. I mean, I, we need to dive into it some more because it's uh, it, it just surprises me that on what you said, it was said it's just the the, the the Satan is trying to um, mask what Christ is doing, and yeah. he's and he's using that through mediums and that. And it's just that uh, you think about it, you go, wow, um, they're out there. Yeah, he masquerades as an angel of light. Terry, mm-hmm. what are your final yeah, thoughts? Yeah, thanks, Jen. It's been a pleasure to get to meet you and hear your story. And, you know, at the end of the day, we know that there's no power greater than the power of Christ. Mm-hmm. Amen. Jesus, Jesus came to seek and to save those who are lost. If you don't know him, invite him into your heart today. Just pray a simple prayer. Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Come into my life. Make me new. And then get into the Bible, get into a church where they preach the Bible and grow in the Lord. We thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next time for another edition of Finish Strong. God bless. Thank you for listening to Finish Strong. For more information about Finish Strong and Fearless Faith, check out their website, ffaith.org. Make sure that you rate and review this podcast to help more people accomplish their God-given purpose so that together we can finish strong.